Shalom Aleichem. I want to thank the guys. I feel very, very, very at home here. If there would have been an introduction, it would have been like hurtful. This is coming back home. And I thank, first of all, Rabbi Beitler for allowing me to come back home. And I look around, the dream, let's be honest, the dream of every yeshiva, any camp, any organization, and there's a tifkai to it. There's a tifkai to this, but the dream of any any holy place, any holy place, the dream is, the dream is that people come through the ranks and the rebbeim eventually are people who learned in that maised, who were part of that maised. There's just a lot done right when that happens. You can almost break up two yeshivas and the yeshiva that the rebbeim have come through the ranks of the yeshiva is a tifazach, is a big thing. And to look around, and Aftali's running the camp, to look around at the, the guys coming over as the counselors, as the, the shishivas, as the manhigim here is tremendous. Avi Epstein, the whole chevra that's running it is such a sign and such a credit to Rabbi It's That's delicious. That's absolutely delicious and right. It's right to see, it's good to see, and it's comfortable to see. So I just appreciate that a lot. The... The second thing before we even learn together, I, there's, some, there's something on my mind. There's such an hug of people have that if a story comes to their mind when they're speaking, Rav Dun Segel famously, if a story comes to his mind in the middle of a speech, he'll stop his speech, he'll stop his speech in the middle of the drasha, and he'll say over the story. That's an hug of Rav Dun Segel. I don't keep that on Hugga because we'd be talking about the Mets a lot. If I kept that on Hugga, that whatever came to my mind, I would just share with you, then I would tell you the following thing. This is what I, it would happen, and that's why I'm not naive this way. The Mets moved from Shea Stadium to City Field. They moved stadiums. They were in, playing in a stadium called Shea Stadium, and they switched to a new stadium, City Field, and a new owner sponsored. Now the new owners spent billions, millions, I don't know how much money, to sponsor, their name is on a stadium, City Field. And they told the Mets that we're worried that the, own, that the announcers, when they announce Met games, are gonna call it still Shea Stadium. Here we spend so much money as an advertisement that you call it City Field, we're worried they're gonna call it Shea Stadium. So they made a deal with the Met announcers to, to this, they, they're giving a lot of money. The deal with the Met announcers, they get a knas, a fine, and the team's not let to pay the fine. Every single time they called it Shea, not City Field, the announcers were fined. You know this? This way, this way, the announcers would make sure to say City Field. So I was like thinking every time I call this place Heller, not Cherish. I should get like a, a, a Gavista fine, maybe minus a minute of my speaking time here. For any time I call it Heller, but I came, I came here, and then we'll get to learn together for a few minutes, but I have to share the thought that's on my mind before we learn together is I came here, I just dropped off a child by camp, and I'm very anxious. It's the first time this child of mine went to camp and I'm very, very anxious. It's on my mind. I'm looking at you. I'm excited to be here. To be a camper in Maganav. I was right channelist, was my division head, was running the camp when I was eight years old. And 
he's very young. I'm about 28-ish right now. And right, Janice is a few years older than that. And a couple of years older than that. And I was like, so I'm very, very comfortable in thinking about this matzah, but I'm also anxious. I just dropped a kid off in camp for the first time. And my wife and I were probably maybe more nervous or equal to my child. And some... And somebody we know, an older kid who we know, came and embraced my child and brought my child in. And it made us very, very comfortable and extremely appreciative. I am just blessing the soul of this older guy who welcomed in my kid warmly. I'm like blessing their soul. And the feelings, anybody who brings a kid to camp, and your kid's far away and you're just hopeful that they're happy and comfortable, you have such warm feelings to anybody who takes your kid in nicely and cares. I have two sons who learn in Eretz Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, and their Rebbe, who I took as one of my Rebbe, Rabbi Geisler is here, and the the gratitude, my kids are 5,000 miles away, and a Rebbe has guided them, has taken them in warmly. Your feelings are very, very strong. And I say to all of us, if you want to see her, a visual of what Hashem feels, Hashem's children are here, he's very close, but he chooses to let us be involved with his children. And that's precisely be good to Yidin, Rabbi Say. Be good to Yidin. That's the Tzir Mamish, Kipshutai Mamish. Be good to another Yid, be good to that roommate. Hashem loves you. It's Pashid. He loves us when we do that. He loves us when we do that. It's clear he's a tata. Somebody's good to his banim. He loves us when we do that. That's, it's Dvarim Pshotim that he loves us when we do that. I have a rule in Yeshiva that by Kabbalah Shabbos, when we're greeting the Shechina, one day you're going to get together two old friends. Well, Chaveirim get together. What do they do? Naftali and Menachem with wife and children and tow beautiful families. And they come together for Shabbos. Two old friends, two deep friends. The first thing they do, they're friends. They're friends for 50 years, for 30 years. The first thing they do, any intelligent person, Menachem and Naftali are intelligent, built people. They're going to look at each other. They're not going to be busy with each other. The obvious thing is they're going to each make each other's children comfortable. That's what they're going to do for each other. If they talk to each other with the kids awkward in the background, not knowing where to put themselves, they're not comfortable there. The kids don't know each other. They might grow up in different cities. Any two sophisticated, intelligent friends, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to make sure, oh, where you engage the child. Engage the one. That's what they're going to do for each of each other. After the children are settled, comfortable, happily playing gishmak, they've bonded, then the two friends embrace. And I feel always before Kabbalah Shabbos that everybody in the room is best friends. Hashem comes, but the Shechina comes with his children, with his family. That's the greeting of the Shechina. Let's all get comfortable. The shmooze before Kabbalah Shabbos is so important to me. Let's, let's greet the Shechina's children. Then we can turn to Hashem. All your children are comfortable. 
Let's get, let's get to the Shabbos Malksa. Let's greet. So I wanted to share this with you, having dropped off a child in a camp, that I want to say to each person here, we're going to, in a few weeks, start yeshiva. You might be in yeshiva for a while. Maybe there's a new person there, a new bacher, a new guy, a new person who doesn't. Pull him into the chevra. That's how you begin yours, man. Make somebody else comfortable. We want, we need siyata deshmaya. That's, you want to get in with Hashem. It's push it like that. Ask any father in the entire world what they feel. Make his child comfortable. You're in. Your mamish in. You've gotten it. So that's what I wanted to share. What's on my mind. Please, please have that on hugger. Make Hashem's children comfortable. Include them. Make them part. I want to share something on Moedim Drabanan. I was Zaychet, I grew up, I grew up Mamish as a little kid. I grew up here very, very little. I grew up here, I was, I came here when I was eight years old and was here for about 30 years. Not straight, but 30, 30 plus years. And one, when I first came to this, to this camp today, you look around, beautiful B'nai Torah, Shtarka B'nai Torah, when I came here much long ago, the camp was a place for kids from all different backgrounds, many from homes that weren't from and different, and there was a kid who was not davening. He wasn't talking to Hashem. And I made a deal with him that I want him to say one thing. I just want him to say, I want him to say, and I told him I have a tremendous appreciation for I'll tell you, Sounds like a funny thing of all of the prayers to say Maidim Durabanan. But I had the Maidim that you say when the Chazan saying Maidim and the Tzibur also says Maidim, there's something very magical to me. We're all sitting and the Chazan is doing his thing and we try to focus, we're supposed to as best as we can. But the Chazan is thanking Hashem, is asking and thanking, and the Tzibur listens. There's one place we can't hold out anymore. The Chazan's doing his thing and we're quietly trying to focus and listen. There's one place where we just can't hold out anymore. And when the Chazan says, he gets to that place in Shman Esrei that's about thanking. We're not, we, we no longer are casual listeners. We all jump in and the whole Tzibur says, thank you, Hashem. There, we can't hold out. This is the designation from Maidem Anach Nulach. And the whole Tzibur says, thank you, Tashem. So I find that very magical. And I said to this Bacha, don't, you have trouble with prayers. Maidim, say Maidim Drabanan. And he came here for a summer. He said Maidim Drabanan. He had a long journey. This person was a Bentaira today. He's a doctor, a Bentaira, beautiful person. But Maidim Drabanan, it was right here. So I want to talk to you about Maidim Drabanan in this place. It wasn't this room, it was in the other where we dive in, but he said, Maidim Durabanan here, so I want to share something with you on Maidim Durabanan. And we say at the end of Maidim Durabanan the following words, and I want to try to share a shot with the Elam and see what the Chevra thinks. We say in Maidim Durabanan, Al Shanachnu Maidim Lach. I'm not saying everybody translates it this way, I'm telling you how I understand it. There is another way to understand it, but this is how I think it means. Hashem, for letting us thank you, Baruch Telo thank you. Thank you for letting us thank you. Now, Rabbi Say, 
I like steiging and growth that's comfortable and real, authentic. When somebody says, could you imagine you come home after a summer and you're going to say, thank you, mom and dad. Dad and mom, thank you for sponsoring camp, for letting me come. You paid for this. And you're going to thank your parents for the, it's geschmack here, and you're going to thank your parents for allowing the experience. Geschmack, any sophisticated guy is going to go home and say, hey, somebody paid for this. It wasn't free. Thank you, mom and dad. I loved it. Thank you, dad, for sponsoring. Schmack. If a kid comes home from camp, I said Heller, okay, that's the first line. If a kid comes home from Shirish and he says to his dad, thank you so much for sponsoring camp, that's geschmack. If he then isn't, dad, thank you so much for letting me thank you, he is trying way too hard. <laughs> he's, a, he's a shtickle off pusher. The guy who's like, I don't know, be more comfortable, be more real, like what's what you? That's a guy, he heard a good schmooze and he pushed it like his, in his excitement, like he's trying way too hard. Thank you for letting me thank you, Dad. Huh? His father not, is not going to not feel good. His father's going to look at him like, Are you, is, is everything okay? You, you sure your summer was okay? What are we saying to Hashem, thank you for letting us thank you? What do we mean? Really? Thanking Hashem, we feel. Camps Geschmack, great counselor, learning learning Rebbe, Gishmak, friendship, support, good games, Gishmak, last second, victories, double overtime, Gishmak. So okay, a guy thanks, thank you Hashem, thank you Dad, it was awesome. Thank you for letting me thank you. Is anybody emotionally feeling that? I'm being such a good guy, I'm a good kid, I'm thanking my dad, thank you for letting me... What are we saying, Rabbi Say Hashem, thank you for letting me thank you. What's, what's going on? There's something very magical going on that all of us can feel and experience that I'd like to share with the guys. Every time we say to Hashem, we thank Hashem, and then we say thank you for letting me thank you. There's something very magical that we can experience. Human beings, us human beings crave connection. We want connection to each other. We want relationship and connection. It's what we crave as humans. Nobody wants to be alone. And we crave connection. Ultimately, the deepest craving connection to the Rabbani Shalom, to our maker, to our father in heaven, Tasha. I have watched for years, I'm curious, and I've watched for years, there are people we can connect to and then there are people we struggle to connect to. It might be a Rav who we want a connection to, and people, you'll watch people line up trying to get a connection, and there's a lot of disappointed relationship. You just, and there are midas and anhagas necessary to form relationships. And one of the what I've observed, a huge nekuda, that's necessary to connect to a Rebbe, to connect to a Rav, is that he wants our thank you, is that he accepts our thank you. I saw somebody, Rav Asher Aryeli, probably, I, I, I used to say he says the biggest share in the world, with computers and the like, people can challenge you. But the biggest in-person share in the world, face to face, is probably Rav Asher Aryeli. Sadik says a shear in the mirror, Yeshiva. And I was Zaycha to one see and hear 
a guy go over to Rav Ashar Yehli and say, Rebbe, thank you for the shear. And he did something amazing. Here is a Yid who says the biggest shear in the world, live shear in the world, probably. And, you know, I'm sure you know, he says a good shear and serious Talmud HaChacham are sitting there writing, taking notes. And a guy said, Rebbe, thank you for the shear. And he did something I saw with my own eyes. He blushed. And he was, he was like appreciative for the thank you. It's Naira. He appreciated the thank you. He, he, he was waiting for the thank you. He wanted the thank you. People give us things. They give us themselves when they want our thank you and appreciate our thank you. That means they want a relationship. When the parents take the kids on a trip, so we, very Western, we, say, we train our kids, say thank you, say thank you. Equal training to the parent is blush when your child says thank you. It means make it clear that I wanted to thank you. I was hoping you'd thank me because I love you. And more than I wanted to give you the whole trip is I want to be close to you. I more than wanted to give you any trip we took because I actually wanted to be, want to be close to you. I want you to know that I love you and want a relationship with you. Deeper than whatever they, a parent gives a child is they're waiting for the thank you. You say, thank you. Thank you for thanking me. Thank you for thanking me. We're close forever. Reb Miller taught us that we say Hashem is goimel chasadim taivim. Hashem gives good kindnesses, taivim, that word taivim. Remember, light taiv is alone. Taivim is eternal, is connection, that which you're related to, is eternity, taivim. And chasadim taivim, Reb Miller says, chesed is what Hashem gives us. The chesed is all the things that Hashem gives us, but that's fleeting. You get something, gishmak, you get a double overtime, thrilling victory, that's chesed. Chasadim taivim is when we say thank you to Hashem, He wants our thank you. Because He loves us and wants a relationship and is giving a relationship to us. And that's what Miller said, is chasadim taivim is eternal kindness. Beyond the thing He gave us is something eternal. Hashem gives us relationship. More than teaching, more than expressing, to say thank you is to recognize Hashem wants our thank you, is waiting for our thank you, and Kaviyachu blushes when we say thank you because it means something to Hashem. When we say Maidim, Hashem wanted us. I was hoping you'd thank. I was hoping you notice I'm into you and want a relationship with you. The people I've observed, the people who, when they're thanked, appreciate that the, the thank you for thanking me, the blushing when they're thanked, is a sure sign you wanted to thank you. You were looking for a relationship. You were looking for connection. And what we're saying to Hashem is very, very profound. Hashem al shanach for me thanking you, and deep deeply wanting my thank you. The fact, Hashem, that you want my thank you, because you want a relationship for the, for, with me when you gave me something, you were waiting for my thank you. Baruch Keladais, I thank you for letting me thank you. I thank you for wanting my thank you. I thank you for the relationship that clearly you want and we are zeichet to have. 
So I say to us all, to all of us, these beautiful words, Al Certainly thank Hashem, but know that He wants your thank you. Because He's into you. Because He's into you and wants your thank you. And gives us, and gives us constantly Hashem, because Hashem's into us. And wants us to feel that. And wants us to experience. And gives us in a way that we can experience it. For wanting my thank you. For waiting for my thank you. For blushing by my thank you. For that very profoundly, I thank you, Hashem. So I want to thank, in the middle of the day, I thank the guys for letting me share some thoughts with the Chevra. I want to go back to that to that point I said that I wanted to close with my chazim, just the point I said by dropping a kid off in camp. I want to say to everybody here, be mechazik, validate the next person. Pull in the next, be inclusive. Where do you see you're going to pull in the next person? Our people, we have a Torah, and the Torah over and over is mitzvah avasager. Loving the ger over and over. A person who's very, very literal, so here is love, the convert, and it's true. But Hashem is talking and saying messages to us in His Torah. When Hashem speaks, it's obvious. There are ideals being shared and secrets being shared with us. In Eitzah for life, Torah says it's 36 times in the Torah, one way or another. The Torah is dominated by that sivui. It's often, it's repeated a lot, more than most things. Some people count that's the second biggest topic in the Torah. It's debatable how big it is, but Hashem's busy with this. You know, Bachar learns by a Rebbe, it's very important to ask, what does he speak about a lot? He says many things, but what's on Hashem's mind the most? What dominates? And this one is a big topic in our Torah. Avas Hager, love the convert, and what's simply the message to us all we all have situations when we're the insider. In all different social situations, we're the insider. And what dominates our tires include the next person, Abbas Hager. Pull in the next person, pull them in, include them as well. And I ask the guys in all the situations of your life, in your bunk, in your class, in your family, in all the situations that we find ourselves, remember this basic of the Torah, Abbas Hager. Pull in, include, this is something that should be on the mind of all of us B'nai Torah, that are to learn Hashem's Torah. Avas Hager, pull in the next person, make them comfortable. It's Tvarim Shutim, that the Tata, the father of us all, and somebody comes and makes their child the insider and pulls them in and makes them comfortable, there's gratitude that flows. There's a tremendous appreciation. All of us should be Zeichetaka, to acquire this Medah of Avas Hager any place that we find ourselves, including the next one. Thank you so much for the time. Have an excellent day, Rabbi Say. Thank you.